At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is on the East Coast out in Boston. Good afternoon, Josh Applebaum. How are you? Good afternoon, Pritch. I'm doing great. I'm sweating uh, Houston plus two pretty hard right now. Uh, we got a three-point game here uh, for this bowl game. And, Pritch, we got a lot to get to. Breakdown yeah. last night's game, which I think is a microcosm on sometimes how to attack these COVID-based line moves uh, going toward kind of the obvious play sometimes. But whether you money-lined or you laid the points there with the Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, again, you roll in that one. We got a big day, Pritch. NHL is back. I'm excited. We got NBA. We got college hoops. But first off, I just want to thank you because I heard a knock on my door. I went out there. It was the FedEx man look what i got christmas gift for your boy over here yes, colorado right. buff so I'm gonna <laughs> that's wear, right i'm gonna wear this with pride pritch you're gonna look out for a university of vermont sweatshirt coming your hey, way hey hold that up one more time i gotta see that yeah, that's yeah. perfect that is awesome yeah, this, this, this is beautiful oh look yeah at this thing. that's yeah buff. the nice yeah. hoodie yep uh, okay that's outstanding. Oh, yeah. i'm glad you got it I, I was hoping you were gonna get it before christmas but packages these days uh, <laughs> but i'm glad you got it merry christmas uh, they're out there uh, in Boston. So, Josh, the news of the day, Carson Wentz, obviously, uh, is the headliner. Test, well, he doesn't, we don't know that. We don't know that. He's on the COVID list. Let's clarify this uh, because there's so much information out there about this game. The game has moved, certainly, uh, from the line that we saw yesterday to the line today. It's all over the place. Minus two and a half to, to minus two, certainly, is off the board at other places, too. So, when you think about Carson Wentz, last week we talked about this situation with the Colts. Their offensive line test, you know, was on the COVID list. They missed that game. High probability that Carson Wentz could uh, wind up on this list uh, because of everything happening with the Colts, that organization, and the unvaccinated status of Carson Wentz. So here we go, the protocols. We know about this league, Josh, at least I do as a player. This is a league that is known for moving the goalposts. So we don't know if Carson Wentz tests positive. If he did, he's unvaccinated. He's gone for 10 days. Uh, if he's a close contact, uh, the old protocols talked about a five-day uh, quarantine situation. The CDC, uh, the new information right there, the NFL and the NFLPA discussing new protocols in terms of even if you're unvaccinated, could you get back quicker? So again, put this in context. This is a league that will move the goalposts. What is the market indicating to you right now with this game? Yeah, so Pritch, obviously this is the biggest news of the day, seeing a quarterback like Carson Wentz get in the COVID protocols. You saw the big breaking news across the ticker, you know, if you're looking at ESPN or wherever you're looking. But in the betting market, Pritch, big move toward Vegas right now. A lot of books, you know, it's kind of weird. Some books are off the board. Other books have dropped all the way to Indy only laying two points or two and a half points. And remember, this thing actually opened with the Colts uh, laying about seven and a half. So early on, you did see a seven and a half fall to seven. And it's like, okay, you know, Indy riding high. Maybe this is a sell high spot. 
on the Colts. Maybe you back the Raiders, who, uh, again, you know, unlikely they make the playoffs bridge. But, hey, there's a chance here. Eight and seven, you win out. You could sneak in. You've won two in a row. So a lot of these uh, early, a lot of the early moves were leaning Vegas. And then, of course, with the news of Wentz, who is unvaxxed, look like, looking like he's going to miss this game. Now you're probably going to get Sam Ellinger here at quarterback, seeing it fall all the way to two and a half or two. So to me, Pritch, you know, kind of looking back at last night, betting against kind of the teams who have these COVID issues. Mm-hmm. Although, again, the Colts had COVID issues. They went to Arizona, didn't bother them. They win that game outright, even though the line moved away from them late and back toward Arizona. I'd be looking at Vegas. Uh, if it's Carr against Ellinger, kind of the same thing we saw, you know, Carr versus uh, who was it? The backup quarterback there, uh, Mullins, uh, uh, previous game mm-hmm. here. I would look to maybe tease this spot. If you can find a two and a half and tease it up to eight and a half with the with the Raiders, I'd look to bet against Ellinger and maybe the Colts eke it out. They're a really well-coached team. But if I'm going to tease them up and get some more wiggle room, I'd lean on Carr in a team, a desperate spot for your Raiders, Pritch, maybe teasing them up, getting up to eight and a half. Yeah, it's very interesting, though, Josh, because, I mean, we have an entire week to really break down the game and look at every angle. But initially, too, though, uh, here you go with COVID volatility. Uh, when you look at the Raiders, they got Brian Edwards. He's on COVID. He's a receiver. Um, face on. He's a cornerback. Uh, he's on COVID. And I'm talking about the Raiders. Casey Hayward, who's been a, a great uh, pickup for the Raiders this year. Uh, he's in COVID. He's a cornerback. Uh, they're thin in the secondary. They lose Jonathan Abram to shoulder surgery. Corey Littleton, a, a free agent linebacker. He's on COVID. Uh, Marcus Mariota, the backup quarterback. He's on COVID. Uh, so, I mean, I'm looking at the Raiders. Denzel Perryman, he's a pro bowler. He's on COVID. Uh, I'm looking at the Raiders and like, okay, wait a minute. I get it. The the volatility for Carson Wentz. uh, But is this an overreaction because of what the Raiders are uh, certain in the situation that they're in currently right now with COVID as well? Yeah, and I think dealing with COVID as betters, Pritch, this is one of the hardest things we have to deal with. Like, on the one hand, it's like, don't outsmart yourself. You got COVID with the Saints, lines moving to the, the Dolphins, Dolphins cash the money line, and it's kind of an obvious play there. But also, if you're on a favorite who maybe your backup isn't too bad or you mm-hmm. can buy low on a spot and get a better number, that's worth it as well. So it kind of depends your outlook. Uh, and really, I think, you know, the other way to approach it is just wait, Pritch. You know, it's a, it's a different week this week because there's no Thursday games, there's no Saturday games. We have uh, 15 games on Sunday, so there's really no reason to uh, bet these games too early. Now, you could have played Vegas early and gotten a seven and a half and feel great about it, but also imagine if you laid the early seven and a half with the Colts and now it's down to two. So I would wait this thing out, but I would say, Pritch, this is another opportunity maybe to, to look at the under and tease it up a little bit. You know, the early opener was around 46. Now I'm looking at some 41s out there. So this number has really fallen, obviously, with Carson Wentz uh, likely to miss this game. And you have had both these teams cash some unders recently. Uh, Vegas 2-0 to the under their last two. You have uh, 3-0 to the under the last three with the Colts. So maybe this is one of those weighted out, but maybe keep in the back of your mind. Could we be looking at a lower scoring game with all these COVID guys out? Kind of like what we saw last night with only 23 points being scored. Speaking of last night, let's get to that because we need to learn from our experiences for sure. COVID volatility. We had that last night. Uh, Whether the Dolphins opens as a dog and then it closed as a favorite, uh, it didn't matter. After the pick six, that thing was over. (laughs) Josh, that game was over. The Dolphins covered certainly uh, as they get to win uh, 20-3 over the Saints Monday Night Football to wrap up that week. Last week, um, looking at the total as well, under, even though people could be worried about that late movement uh, with the under. But like I just mentioned, after that pick six, that book through that game and that situation from a betting perspective was done. <laughs> it really was, Pritch. And by the way, this was a, a tweet that probably a lot of people have seen on Twitter here, but the Notre Dame quarterbacks have now lost 24 straight games in the NFL. 
four by Brady Quinn, four by Clawson, 15 by Deshaun Kaiser, and now one by Ian Book. So I don't know if that's really something to lean Let's on. Let's go back to Rick Meyer, too, these... who was my quarterback yeah. in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Pritch. So Notre Dame QB is not doing great here in the NFL. Sure. But to me, Pritch, this is one of those plays where, number one, let's give props to the Sharps who uh, saw that low total, weren't scared off by it, mm -hmm. and hit the under. Remember, it opened 39, got down to 37.5 when we were doing our show yesterday, ended up closing around 37, so further movement to the under, and it was a deadbeat under. Again, you really didn't have to sweat that thing much all game. So props to that non-conference under system as well, Pritch. That's about almost 62% on the year. But to me, you know, the one thing was, did New Orleans have value when they were getting the hook three and a half? I think that was the case. You know, uh, a lot of these books, again, and this goes to your point of buying low on a favorite who has COVID, you open minus three, you flip all the way to three and a half. It closed pretty much back at three. So I think at uh, in terms of value buying low on the Saints at home three and a half, there was a, a case to be made there. But to me, Pritch, this is the, uh, you've seen it once, you've seen it twice, you know, don't fool me the third time. This was the exact carbon uh, copy spot of what we saw with the Raiders in that Browns game where the Browns got COVID. It was a Browns short favorite flip to a short favorite there uh, with the Raiders. And to me, I'm not going to mess around with the spread. That's why I really like Miami on the money line. Better mm -hmm. team playing better. And yeah, you know, Book didn't look great. Uh, but maybe he would have played great. Maybe he played poorly. It didn't matter. I just didn't want to uh, kind of put myself out there on a limb hoping for a rookie quarterback to play well in his first start. So sometimes in betting, hey, sharp line move or or, or COVID baseline move, I want to be with that line move. Dolphins came through for those of uh, those of us who were able to money line or, right. or maybe lay the spread there late. Yeah, I guess when it comes to COVID volatility, don't overthink it. I mean, the market is going <laughs> to settle out at some exactly. point, right? And the market is volatile for a reason. Uh, and so a lot of times don't participate in the volatility, kind of just wait or, or if you get prior to it, I mean, certainly protect yourself after the fact, too. I mean, I think as better as we can do that. Uh, so looking at the Dolphins, nobody's buying uh, the hype or nobody's buying the win streak here because of their opponents there, Josh. And uh, look, I, I caution that because in the National Football League, you have to play who's on your schedule. Uh, it's not your fault that who you're playing stinks. Uh, right. Uh, but Miami, even though they've won, they, they're not really impressive or are they impressive? What do you think? So they've impressed me, Pritch, because I just think the fact that you start so poorly, you start lower, they one in seven, you know, you beat my Patriots on, on opening day and then you just lose a bunch in a row. The fact that Brian Flores, to me, uh, was able to turn that thing around and not get too down on yourself. And as betters, think of it this way, you know, let, maybe we win our first bet of the year and then we have a terrible losing skid. Mm -hmm. I think the easiest thing is to get down on yourself, question yourself. You know, you're afraid to make another bet. You just feel like it's going to be a loser. But no, you stick with it. You keep grinding. You keep that forest amongst the trees mentality. And what Flores has been able to do just to keep this team hungry and keep them in it. Uh, I think you got to tip your cap to the way he's coaching and motivating this team. Their defense has been ferocious here, Pritch. And also, I'm looking at the next game. I like Miami plus the hook. They're okay. going to Tennessee, Pritch. It's a big game here against the Titans. Uh, Titans open laying three and a half. And really, it stayed three and a half. But it has dipped to three at some shops and gone quickly back to three and a half. So right now with the hook, again, I don't like betting these games too early because of COVID. God forbid, you know, you bet the Dolphins three and a half and then Tua gets gone COVID list. Or, you, you know, we've seen this happen for many games uh, so far when COVID has reared its ugly head. But I like that three and a half. If you look at these road dogs, uh, plus seven or less, Pritch, 63 and 29 ATS, 68%. You also have a really good uh, uh, road ref there, Sean Smith. Uh, he's about 62% there to the road team. I'd look at getting the Dolphins three and a half, expecting maybe we get down to three later in the week. Yeah, I'm not going to do this with the Dolphins. I mean, AFC East odds, I'm not going to go down that road because I, I don't think they're <laughs> going to win that division for sure. And then, okay, as a playoff team, are, are they going to get better uh, during uh, the playoffs and go on to the Super Bowl? I'm not going to 
going to do that either. I, you know, it's an individual game basis for me with the Dolphins. So uh, great uh, insight right there. Uh, if you miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get Betting the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. You can download Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available right now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We turn our attention to the college bowl season. We got a fourth quarter under five-minute sweat for Josh Applebaum live on air. That could be entertaining. Uh, we'll break down bowl season. It's coming up next right here on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. So, Josh, Houston, Auburn, uh, 10 for Houston, 13 for the Tigers out there in the Birmingham Bowl. Uh, you, you said you had a, a wager on this one. Yeah, I did have a wager on this one. I'm sweating hard, Pritch. If you see any side eye out of me, don't think I'm giving you a bad look. It's because <laughs> okay. I got the iPad here on the You ESPN could be looking at that CU hoodie, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, it's, hey, it's a beautiful one here, Pritch. Uh, and thanks again, my man. But, um, yeah, this one to me, uh, it was a play on Houston. I really like that late movement. I actually got some good closing line value. I'm sweating right now because they're down by three. But you saw a, a bunch of opt-outs for Auburn, some line movement toward Houston on game day. Uh, at one point, Houston opened getting three, getting two and a half. Uh, today, early in the morning, we saw that thing get down to pick them and then flip over to Houston minus two. So Houston closed, you know, laying one, laying two, depending on the book you're looking at. Uh, but to me, that was kind of a late move play. And then this time of year, betting against teams with a lot of opt-outs, motivational type angles. So uh, Pritch, we're coming down to the wire. We got 429 left. Houston's threatening. Let's see if we can get a score for those of us uh, sweating the Cougars today. Well, definitely looking forward to the bowl games. Uh, certainly one in particular, the holiday bowl, Josh, but breaking news, that thing has been canceled. UCLA's got COVID issues with their defensive line, uh, and that game obviously was going to kick off later this evening. Uh, uh, canceled. Breaking news right yeah, there. Yeah, tough one there. Yeah, tough one, Pritch. And today, really, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year because, number one, everyone seems to be in a good mood, Pritch. You mm -hmm. just had Christmas. You know, New Year's is coming up. But it's these, uh, you know, all-day bowl game sweats, which are really fun for betters. Uh, a lot of people have time off as well. But, uh, yeah, that was a tough one because early on, you saw some movement uh, toward UCLA kind of mm -hmm. getting down to a pick em. And then late, I think based on maybe some COVID rumors or someone knowing something, you had NC State flip all the way to minus 2.5. So we can scratch that one. That only means that this Texas Tech – Mississippi State and West Virginia, Minnesota games, those are only going to be more heavily bet here, Pritch. So in a way, it stinks we can't bet that one anymore, but maybe the public will load up on these other two, providing a little more uh, contrarian value. Yeah, here. does that uh, give you pause, though, for other games uh, on the schedule uh, coming up later this week instance? I mean, the college football playoff set that aside. I mean, I think 
from a booster standpoint, we know about the situation with Michigan, Georgia. They talked about the hot spot, certainly uh, Bama and Cincinnati. They're going to pay attention. I mean, these, these schools at this point are going to have to just bubble up. I mean, take that precaution uh, to make sure that you can make the football game. I think you're right, Pritch. And again, I think it's just get lockdown mode here. Do yeah. whatever you can to stay healthy, stay safe. Uh, the Georgia-Michigan one is still intriguing to me because I'm waiting to see if Michigan falls to seven. I'm mm-hmm. really looking at Michigan here uh, as a dog play in a bowl game. I'm a little worried. They're a bit of a public play. They're getting around 62% of bets across the market. But at one point, that was up to eight, eight and a half. It's down to seven and a half. Okay. And also a lot of these seven and a halves. Wait, Pr- hold on, Pritch. Do we got a score? Yes, by? we do. We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. I know we're on the delay i was not going to say anything i was going to watch you though to see if you are looking at me side eye that way but you were that's good i like it i were so I, and, and <laughs> this is a little glimpse of my world pritch it's yep. tough when you got to host the show but yep. you're sweating the game you know oh, yeah. I mean? so uh you're doing your best here but yeah i was just going to say uh and now i'm happier so you can tell me when, when you score you feel better <laughs> but uh pritch michigan do they fall to seven we saw their entire team got boosted uh georgia's having some COVID issues and we don't know uh technically who the quarterback may be there mm-hmm. i'm looking at maybe uh, wolverines plus seven and a half in that one i think we may get down to seven as we get closer to game time yeah keep an eye on that movement for sure i'm sure volatilities are going to be all over the place uh, uh, a lot of people are waiting uh, certainly as we get closer and closer to kickoff so uh, a game that is about to kick off uh, we got Louisville and Air Force uh, I don't know if you had a, had a bet on this game I know Matt Neverett our producer uh, is uh, intimate with the Mount West Conference and, and so uh, you know you look at the Air Force Falcons their quarterbacks going to be available in this game uh, with that option that triple option double option whatever option they want to run these days uh, the quarterback is vital uh, for sure. And so the Falcons are going to have that player. Louisville catching a point, though. 55 is the total. So, Pritch, honestly, this was kind of a game I didn't have a great read on throughout the week, but it's, again, leaning on this late movement that kind of sent me over the edge. Also love that Matt, uh, our producer here, knows this conference very well and had a play on Air Force. So I jumped on the Air Force bandwagon late, didn't get a great number, but ended up money lining them because the late movement, similar to kind of that Houston movement today, a lot of these books were, you know, pretty much a, a minus one, a plus one. It was mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth. But yesterday it was minus two, uh, actually Louisville, and we saw it flip today to now minus one minus one and a half back the other way to air force so in terms of you know players in players out uh you saw some good breaks there injury wise with air force uh having pretty much a full squad here i'm worried by the louisville uh, quarterback just a guy who can kind of do whatever he wants that is my one uh, uh point of concern here yeah. but pritch the late movement to me is always most meaningful that's when limits get raised big bets come in and we have the most clarity on who's in and who's out so the late move went to air force I jumped on the money line there around minus 120 with Air Force. Okay, if you missed it, uh, we got news uh, a minute ago, a few minutes ago, about um, the Holiday Bowl, UCLA, NC State. That bowl is canceled because of COVID issues uh, with the Bruins and their defense uh, right there. But the Liberty Bowl is interesting. I was watching Follow the Money. Mitch and Pauly had an a interesting angle when it comes to Leach. Uh, used to coach at Texas Tech. I mean, the animosity, the bad blood, whatever you want to call it. Uh, interesting angle, though, as Mississippi State takes on Texas Tech. Uh, Leach, I mean, he's going to call passing plays regardless. Uh, pedal to the metal time out there with Mississippi State. They're laying 10 and a half. Uh, Texas Tech has gone through turbulent times, firing their coach, uh, having a new coach. The new coach, actually the old coach, prior coach, Wells, he got them bowl eligible. Really, if you think about it, the new coach went one and three down the stretch. So uh, here you go with Texas Tech uh, and Mississippi State Leach with chip on his shoulder. He always coaches that way, though. 
<laughs> he always does, Pritch. And I'm with Mitch and Pauly uh, early in the morning on this because I think there's an angle to, to back uh, uh, Mississippi State here in this one. Mm-hmm. Number one, they're a public play. I don't really like betting, you know, laying double digits here in bowl games. This is when uh, time of year I like to go contrarian. But uh, 75% of bets, 80% of money on Mississippi State. And I think the angle here, Pritch, number one, the line move, uh, it's all been toward Mississippi State here. They open laying eight and a half or nine. We've seen it get up to 10. I see some shops, uh, you know, jumping up to 10 and a half here. So uh, it's all been Mississippi State money coming in. And that angle uh, with the leech angle is, again, he used to coach Texas Tech. He had a really acrimonious breakup there. Uh, there's a, he has two point, I heard this and I, I did some research, but mm-hmm. he, he, I, I'm, not, I'm unclear, Pritch, but Either they owe him $2.5 million or he didn't get the $2.5 million that he was owed because of that acrimonious breakup. But Leach is, this is a revenge game for Leach. And then also you had mentioned, but uh, Texas Tech is led by an interim coach here, Sonny Cumbie. He's already going to go to Louisiana Tech. So you have Leach <laughs> right. really trying to stick it to his old team. And then you have uh, Texas Tech who... Uh, they're going to be led by a guy who's about to go to another school. So I like betting against, uh, and again, this time of year, motivation is key. You can cover up the names of the teams, look at the line movement, say, hey, where's the respective money going? But keep in mind motivation, who it means more to, who's being led by interim coaches or has a lot of opt-outs. I actually laid the 10 here, Pritch. I think this is a big spot for Leach to really stick it to the Ra- to the Red Raiders. Yeah, I mean, Texas Tech, uh, to say that their program uh, is in turmoil would be an understatement. I mean, think about the basketball <laughs> situation with Beard. And then, uh, okay, you had Kingsbury. Uh, you weren't happy. We shouldn't have been happy. What, he had two seasons, two winning seasons, the entire tenure there. Uh, and then you had this guy for a couple years, Matt Wells. Uh, and it was rocky, certainly not what the Red Raiders wanted. Uh, to get rid of him after a 5-3 and three start. He's practically bowl eligible right there. Uh, and insert um, the interim, Cumbie. And now he's on his way somewhere else after this bowl game? <laughs> yeah, I read a report. He's going to uh, Louisiana Tech here, Pritch. So, again, <laughs> wow. this is like when you have all this crazy stuff going on, think of who, uh, again, this is kind of like in COVID, we want to bet against mm-hmm. like backup quarterbacks and bet against book last night. When you apply it to the bowl game season, it's betting against these teams who just are splintering and going in oh, different yeah. directions. And where's the motivation. So to me, again, I don't love laying a 10 in a bowl game, but I think Leach gets up for this one. And this, this thing's personal to Yeah. That's, that's a program in turmoil for sure. Okay. The guaranteed rate bowl, uh, West Virginia, Minnesota, we briefly talked about this yesterday, Josh. Um, uh, looking at Minnesota, so their offense coordinator lands at CU, Mike Sanford Jr. Uh, P.J. Fleck, who's the head coach, certainly they didn't see eye-to-eye out there in Minnesota up and down year. Uh, I, I think with programs and coaching staffs in transition or on different pages, you can see that. Uh, I wonder if Minnesota can get it together, though, in this bowl game against West Virginia. Yeah, so I think based on the line movement, Pritch, you are going toward the Gophers here. They're getting 76% of bets, but 81% of money at BetMGM. So another similar to Mississippi State, a public play, but maybe not just public, big money as well in their favor. And again, they open laying, I saw an opener of three and a half, four. Now they're up to five. They may get to five and a half. Big one here, Pritch, is a big opt-out. And again, don't remind me the North Texas running back who Mm. opted out late. But uh, Letty Brown, uh, West Virginia star running back. He's not going to play. He's really their best player. He's going to focus on the draft. So without Brown, and then also, you know, offensively, they're similar, scoring about 26 a game. But defensively, Minnesota, they're only giving about 18, whereas WVU is giving up 25. So that's another game where, Pritch, I don't know who I am anymore. I'm laying favorites in bowl games. I'm going to go Minnesota (laughs) on this one. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, you're approaching two minutes uh, in in this bowl game that you got to wager on right now. Uh, Houston has the rock. Up 17-13 late in that bowl game uh, right there. We're going to take a break, though, let you watch uh, and tune in on that one. After the break, though, we're going to get back 
uh, to the association. How about this NBA talk right here on Betting Across America, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Winter Green, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. It's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So the association, Josh, I told you after Christmas, I'm down, right? Uh, so <laughs> not only reading everything Guide to Sports Betting, authored by you, I highly recommend that. Highly recommend your Market Insights podcast, too. Catching up on the NBA, JVT, I mean, that's a must-listen whenever you can get JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel here on the network. Uh, so your advice, though, Josh, because we have covid and the association as well uh, for a guy like me who's about to participate for the first time all year betting NBA. Uh, how do you tackle the current uh, COVID situation in the NBA? Yeah, so I think part of it, Pritch, is kind of like the other sports we're trying to deal with right now, waiting uh, until later in the day. So I'll give you a perfect example. The Cavs are playing the Pelicans today. Cavs have been great. One of the biggest surprises here in the NBA. They open uh, laying about six points, uh, and then we find out that Darius Garland enters the COVID protocol. The line is now down to three and a half. So the way, same way that we're kind of waiting it out on a lot of these you know, NFL games or you know, the news with Carson Wentz, I'll do the same thing with NBA if you're going to be betting uh, in particular spreads. Now, to me, Pritch, I lean on a lot of totals in NBA. I'm a mm -hmm. little different. I like to really look at totals in terms of, you know, not only line movement, but also applying some analytics. So, you know, Ken Palm is a word you hear a lot in college basketball. Someone I like in the NBA is Hollinger uh, with ESPN. He does a really good job of giving you some analytics in terms of tempo, in terms of offensive and defensive efficiency. So, for example, like what I like to look for is, you know, if I'm going to bet an over, I want uh, a total on the rise a little bit, telling me that there's some respect to money over. I want two fast-paced teams. Uh, I want good offenses and bad defenses. Same thing, flip it if you want to bet the under. So one play I made today, Pritch, 76ers and the Raptors. This mm -hmm. reminds me a little bit uh, last night of that Atlanta Hawks game where Trey Young was in and the total went way up. It, it ended up sailing over anyway against the Bulls. But this would be a game that kind of fits my blueprint for kind of an analytics-based total bet. Uh, this Toronto game uh, against the Raptors or against the 76ers, total open around 211. It's been bet up all the way to 215, 215 and a half. I'm seeing some books maybe get to 216. So on the one hand, it's like, well, are you late to the party? You're not getting the best of the number. But if you kind of look at these teams in, from an analytics standpoint, they're both at the bottom half defensively. Philly is 17th defensively. Toronto's 18th. Uh, you also see Toronto uh, recently 5-1 and one to the over their last six. They've been scoring a ton, giving up a ton. You look at Philly 4-2 and two, their last six on the road. These teams last played November 11th. It was a 115-109 game. So uh, my angle is, you know, be careful with spreads. I'm very selective with spreads, but I lean on a lot of totals, Pritch, and if we can line up a lot of variables in the same direction and maybe get some closing line value, that's kind of how I attack NBA. So I'd, I'd go over tonight, or I did go over with the Raptors game. Yeah, I mean, I think what the association 
situation right now, too. I mean, you have G League involvement. You, you have players that <laughs> uh, long in the tooth uh, back on the court, on the floor uh, because of COVID. Uh, the Raptors just recently uh, had a lot of players uh, in the COVID situation that they get the doors blown off. Um, so uh, attacking the NBA for me is, is I'm going to be cautious. I'm, I'm like you, though. I do f- focus on totals. I have focused on team totals, too. Uh, some of these spreads are, are kind of crazy to gauge, I think, for me anyway, uh, at this point, uh, because of the volatility. Uh, team totals and also player props, too. Looking for some of those right now, too, as I shop around uh, in the association. Yeah, you bring up some great points, Pritch. So, you know, as betters, we're kind of trained to just say, you know, conventional spread, money line over under. That's our only options, mm-hmm. right? No, there's so many different ways to attack these games, whether it's team totals, whether it's props. I would also say to your point with a lot of these, you know, guys being brought out from the woodwork, like ISO Joe, Joe Johnson, you know, <laughs> right. I was in like, you know, middle school when he was playing with the Celtics. Now he's back. So um, with a lot of these guys kind of being brought out of the woodwork, like, for example, last night, Greg Monroe playing for the T-Wolves, you know, he's been out of the league for three years. Mm-hmm. I lean on some unders when you have a lot of COVID issues, Pritch, because, you know, kind of the way it lines up to me is, you know, uh, it's all about effort defensively. You don't have to be the most talented person to play good defense. It's just about effort and digging in and being where you're supposed to be. But offensively, if you're not in the NBA, uh, it's probably because you're not a great shooter or you're not good enough offensively. So when we get a lot of these, you know, kind of replacement type players coming in, to me, that negatively affects offense and it benefits defense. So if you're looking at a lot of, of COVID situations, I would lean under in a lot of these. I'll give you an example. OKC and the Sacramento Kings tonight. Believe it or not, there's a lot of over money there. It opened around 220. It's all the way up to 224 and a half. But I took the under 224 and a half there. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. You got a ton of guys out for Oklahoma City Thunder, right. Josh Giddy, uh, Robinson Earl, a bunch of these guys. If you can kind of isolate a total that's moved too much and you want to buy low under with a lot of replacement players on the court, that's another way to maybe attack this weird COVID situation that we're all de- uh, dealing with right now. Okay, let's look at this game, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets. I mean, the Rockets, third of Rockets in last place. Here we got the Lakers and LeBron and all this. I mean, Anthony Davis. The oldest young guy in the league. I said that last year, and it <laughs> continues uh, with this player. Uh, the Westbrook turbulence, uh, that's not surprising for sure. Uh, but the Lakers only laying five and a half against the Rockets. 225 and a half is the total. Yeah, so it kind of seems like an obvious Lakers play. I always worry when it seems like an obvious play because uh, if everything was obvious and it won, then the books would go bankrupt, and we all know that isn't the case. But, Pritch, you did see some movement to the Lakers. I'd lean Lakers here. They opened minus 4.5. They're up to minus 5.5. You still have um, some COVID and some injuries here dealing with uh, dealing with the Rockets. But my play here, Pritch, was the under. It opened 228.5. Mm-hmm. It's down to 225.5. Again, you're not getting the greatest number here. Uh, but one angle for me would be uh, both these teams actually not very good offensive efficiency. Wise, Lakers are 26th in the league. Houston is 27th in the league. The Lakers are also really good defensively. So that's another angle. Like if you want to bet an under, let's have bad, bad offenses and good defenses. Lakers are 11th in the NBA in offensive efficiency. Uh, the under six and two, the last eight matchups between the Lakers and the Rockets. And also Pritch, I know it's only a five and a half spread, but typically when a team, uh, you know, gets up big, kind of takes their foot off the gas. It's a system I lean on with a kind of a big spread uh, under opportunity in college hoops. Um, But the Lakers, the other thing that's kind of fishy is the Lakers are three and one to the over their last four. Mm -hmm. Houston's four and one to the over their last five. Yet the total fell. I always love it when it's fishy. Like if both teams have gone over recently, then why didn't this line go? Why didn't this line rise? You know what the public, they know these stats and they have at their, at their fingertips, all this data 
If they've gone over recently, yet the total fell, that tells me much sharper people, people than me like the under here. So I'll go Rockets under uh, 225 and a half. Yeah, I mean, you got um, LeBron James as a game time decision day to day. Look all over the place in terms of his uh, availability there, too. And then also just a different roster or, or lineup combinations for the Lakers throughout the early part of the season, too. I mean, uh, you you want continuity, but you also want a team to be settled. So uh, I don't know. I mean, Houston, I just remember Houston from last year uh, for sure, Josh. And you mentioned COVID situations. Uh, the line has come down, like you mentioned. Maybe that's the play. Because uh, as I'm looking at the NBA, still undecided here. But I, I don't want to chase uh, a move already. Uh, so the move down to 225 and a half, uh, that seems interesting, though. Yeah, kind of that's where I would lean in this one, Pritch. And again, you mentioned LeBron, who's supposed mm-hmm. to play, but you never know with LeBron. We'll yeah. have to institute our 6 p.m. rule again to see whether <laughs> whether or not these big players are in. But you're still missing guys like, you know, Avery Bradley, Rondo, Ariza, Bazemore, right. Reeves, uh, rookie from Oklahoma. So, again, with all, all these guys out, you're probably going to get some of these backup players. The total's falling. It was a high total anyway. And if you look at these totals, Pritch, when it is uh, total 220 or more, the under 55% this year, 94 and 77. So, uh, again, Lakers seem obvious to me. But with all these question marks, I have more confidence in this game going under. Okay, what about uh, college hoops? Uh, Greg Hoops-Peterson is outstanding. You mentioned Kim Palm as well. Uh, Hoops-Peterson here at the network. Uh, any plays in college hoops that you want to highlight here for our audience? Yeah, so one thing I've been doing in college hoops, Pritch, is is kind of looking at an experiment where you really, really buy low on big line moves. So again, maybe a total opens 135, gets down to 130. Ken Palm has a 132. You buy low, take the over. It's been a decent here. I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now at this point. So I'll give you a couple examples. Number one, uh, Yale and St. Mary's. I'd be looking at uh, the over in this one, Pritch. There was some under money. It opened around 131. It's now down to 128. Uh, but Ken Palm had a 133. We've seen Yale 10 and 5 to the over their last 15 road games. That's an angle exactly like you said. Like there was under money, you know, early under 131, 130, 129. But now that we're down to 128 and a half, 128, to me, you're getting the worst of it, and it creates a buy low opportunity to go over. So I actually took the over there in that Yale game. And then another one, Pritch, uh, Fresno. I know Fresno, it's a really low number. It's got to go over, but it opened 117. It's up to 119. Uh, I would go under here. You have Ken Palm at a 118. You're getting an inflated spot. And if you look at Fresno, they're the uh, ninth slowest team in the end, in uh, all of college basketball. So this experiment of trying to get a better number based on big line moves, that's what I've been doing in college lately. You know, we have Adam Burke on, on our show too often, uh, every week, in fact. And uh, he's a, a Vston sports betting analyst. And he has mentioned to me too, uh, I think he's mentioned it on the program about first half totals uh, in college hoops. Uh, you know, those situations, because things always change, right? Uh, during the course of an entire uh, college hoops basketball game. Great point by you. Maybe a slow starting team, maybe a fast starting team. Remember, you can always bet first half, not just the full game odds. Yeah, absolutely. Cannot wait to dive in uh, with <laughs> basketball and betting, Josh. It's so exciting. Uh, looking forward to that. Coming up next, though, we're going to go back to the NFL because of all the COVID volatility. Uh, we certainly want to break down the games, but also chances with look-ahead lines. That's coming up next. Sports Betting Network. 
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Just place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy NBA action like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions all season long. Once again, it's bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21 years old it's a new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in mississippi or nevada welcome back to the program betting across america mike pritchard josh applebaum so josh the COVID volatility volatility um, we had a situation with Carson Wentz, uh, right, to lead off the show in his situation. So uh, we don't know if he's tested positive or not. He's landed on the COVID list. That line has moved big time. Uh, so new CDC guidelines, I mentioned to our audience earlier, too, the, the notion that the NFL will move the goalposts. They do that often. Uh, they've done that for decades. Uh, so, uh, I mean, we know the volatility, we understand it, but I mean, maybe an opportunity if you look at the, the Colts uh, thing, uh, situation with the COVID and the players, you've got Jonathan Taylor. I mean, my goodness, they're still a pretty good team. Uh, so what do you make of all this right now with this move on this line in the game with the Raiders and the Colts? Yeah, so first off, Pritch, I can't wait until we can put COVID behind us and not have to deal with these line moves personally, mm. but uh, I think we got to roll the punches here. Number one, I think if you're getting Vegas at plus two and a half right now, you're obviously getting the worst of the number. You mm. could have gotten them. And again, no one has a crystal ball, but seven and a half, six and a half, five, you know, there was a much better number out there, uh, obviously before the news broke that Carson Wentz would likely miss this game. Now, I saw on ESPN that they're calling him out, Pritch, so I don't know. They can move the goalposts if he's unvaxxed, though, and, and, and he's positive. It seems like like he's going to miss this game, but who knows? We could get to, you know, Sunday and maybe he's cleared. I, it sounds like he's, he's definitely out though. Okay. Um, but I would just say with Vegas, to me, they're in a good teaser spot. Uh, if you're going to bet against a rookie quarterback, like you did last night with book, uh, you know, betting against Ellinger in this spot, you could take Vegas two and a half to up to eight and a half. That's what I would be looking to do with Vegas. You know, if you're going indie, obviously you're getting a better number. You could think about money lining them. If you're worried about, you know, a, a small, a, a short win here, you're obviously below the key number of three anyway, but Pritch, the more I look at it, the more I kind of like this under uh, you've seen it, you know, in your neck of the woods, you know, Raiders have been playing these kind of tight, lower scoring games recently after they got blown out by the chiefs, there was a 16, 14 win against Cleveland, a 17, 13 win against Denver. If you also look at Ellinger, what do we remember about him from college that he was kind of that tough running type quarterback? Uh, maybe you get more run RPO. Maybe you get more running out of him, which chews up the clock and benefits an underplay. So uh, we'll, we'll see how this thing develops. But I'd be looking at now, maybe if you wanted to take the Raiders up to eight and a half and bet mm -hmm. against Ellinger, and then also maybe that total again, it opened 46 ish down to 41. What if you tease it up and bring it back up to around 47? I, I would look under there. Yeah, this affects so many markets too. I mean, consider coach of the year, for instance, uh, Frank Reich. I mean, he's what, three to one right now. Uh, I mentioned Zach Taylor. Uh, yesterday. Now, he has a big game uh, against Kansas City. What if the Cincinnati Bengals pull off the upset here uh, and beats Kansas City and Reich, who is a favorite, one of the favorites, one of the top three anyway, uh, in terms of coach of the year odds? I mean, those odds would shift for sure. But you got the Bengals at home fighting for that division, uh, catching four and a half points against the Chiefs, 49 is the total as well. 
Yeah, so to me, Pritch, number one, big public play to the Chiefs. Bengals can kind of play that no one respects us type card here that Burrow had uh, is kind of playing uh, perfectly here recently. Kansas City opens out a lot of shops laying four. They're now up to, I'm seeing some four and a half. I see a five, Pritch. I see one book at five and a half. So this thing is really moving toward Kansas City. Kansas City, remember the, the old story about the Chiefs was that they would always win but never cover and betting against them like all last year and the first half of this year was just kind of a, you know, a great death taxes and bet against KC. But now they're covering. They're back to that. Uh, kind of what we thought of them during their Super Bowl run. They've won, what, seven, eight in a row now at this point. Mm -hmm. So they're back to being a popular play. At this point, I like the Cincinnati Bengals here in a buy low spot, maybe even a teaser opportunity. Uh, you look at a book, if, if you find a book at a five and a half or even a five, you can take it up to, uh, what, 11, 11 and a half, go through seven, go through 10. I don't know if the Bengals can, you know, upset the Chiefs here, but this is a team playing very well right now, playing with house money. They can right. continue to play that. No one respects us card. Uh, that's what I'd be looking toward. And then also, I uh, look at the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals as a home spot. John Hussey, we always talk about refs, Bridge. He's a pretty good home ref. He's about 57% uh, to the home team. So the, the obvious play is just back KC, they're rolling. But I kind of like the angle that the Bengals are in. You would think them playing great recently, they'd be a big popular overvalued play. But no, they're playing KC. I think you can still get some contrarian value if you want to back Burrow. And I'd tease them up to give yourself some wiggle room. Yeah, I think from a coach of a year standpoint, uh, Zach Taylor yesterday was, uh, what, plus 752. So looking at that situation, I'm just <laughs> investigating the fallout from Carson Wentz of the Raiders and the yes-no playoff, making or missing the playoff situation, too. That's something uh, that you can explore, too, with, the, with this Wentz news. Uh, so many different angles. Okay, yesterday I mentioned uh, that the NFL flexed one game uh, to 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, and that was the Rams and the Ravens. So an early start time for the Rams from the body clock standpoint. Back-to-back -back road situations, too. Uh, this game gets interesting to me, though, Josh, because the Rams, uh, Matthew Stafford, the interceptions are, are concerning. Uh, and then the Ravens. I, I don't know what to make of their situation. Perhaps we'll get Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson back for this game. Yeah, this is a wait and see with Lamar Jackson, Pritch. Will it be Jackson? Will it be Huntley? Will it be uh, Johnson, the journeyman quarterback there? We're going to have to wait, but I think all early movement has been toward the Rams. You know, a lot of these books open Rams on the road laying three. It's ticked up now to three and a half. I think this thing may get up to four. Uh, this is going to be probably one of your most lopsided plays of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking right now, and again, these percentages tend to even out. You get closer to game time, more public bets come in. But you're looking at like 80% of bets here on the Rams. So, Big popular play. I think the obvious thing is bet against the Ravens who've lost four straight. Uh, they have decimated by injuries and by COVID. So we'll see how this thing develops. You know, Rams have won four straight. They're looking pretty good right now. Uh, I'd normally, Pritch, like to bet against those West Coast teams going east for a one o'clock start. You're just kind of your body clock is all screwed up. But it looks like early money, both pro and public, is saying, hey, don't outsmart yourself. Baltimore's struggling. They got a bunch of guys out. This is a short number for the Rams. So it looks like Rams maybe creep up to four. But again, I'll lean Rams. I don't love that it's a big public play, but I wanted to fit this in, Pritch. I know we're up against it. Week 17, and it's different now. You know, we have 18 weeks now with the mm -hmm. schedule change. But weeks 1 to 16, the last decade, favorites only cover about 48 and a half, 49% of the time. You get to week 17, favorites cover 52.3% of the time. So favorites tend to do better when it's late, late in the season here. I don't know if that applies again this year with the schedule change, but as a contrarian better who leans on a lot of dogs, just be careful. Favorites tend to dominate when you get really, really late in the season. Okay, early look at a big game for the Cardinals. Uh, they take on the Cowboys. Cowboys laying five and a half at home. 
uh, Josh, here on the board, 51 and a half is the total. You know, I, I would not ask the question, what's wrong with the Cardinals? But after three games <laughs> uh, and their offense has played like this, it's like, okay, what's going on with the Cardinals? They do get Rodney Hudson back from COVID. That's going to be a big lift, though, for the Cardinals and what's happening to them offensively with protection. Uh, at the line of scrimmage, perhaps Kyler Murray uh, can pay attention to the secondary a little bit more and trying to uh, hook up with those receivers uh, in the Dallas Cowboys secondary. But then, then again, the Dallas Cowboys secondary is spectacular right now. Yeah, you're totally right, Pritch. And again, our buddy Lou Finacaro, who does a great job of comparing look at lines to current numbers. Mm -hmm. I think the Cowboys look at, they're only like laying three in this game. Now, now you're up to five and a half, a lot of money here going toward Dallas. It's a tough one for me because I don't really want to be on the public play, you know, kind of laying a big look at number uh, or compared to look at number, but also Pritch, it's kind of like, again, I don't want to, you know, uh, fall into a trap here, but Cowboys look good. They've won four straight. The, the Cardinals, to me, the Cardinals could have proved something to you last week because mm -hmm. they had a late move in their favor against the Colts. And that was kind of a sharp saying, Hey, cards, you know, Hey, they're down, but they're not out. They could bounce back and you had money in their direction. Now I wonder if that whole shine is coming off of the Cardinals. Now they're just really struggling. Uh, believe it or not, I would lean toward Dallas here. If it gets to six, you could tease them down. Uh, but until Arizona shows you that they're uh, kind of back to the way they were, I just don't have any confidence in betting Arizona right now. All right, Josh, listening to your Market Insights podcast, which I highly recommend to everybody, uh, you were looking forward to the return of hockey. Uh, I think we have it. <laughs> what did you have on your podcast? Yeah, the only person happier than me today is our buddy Andy McNeil, our <laughs> VEASAN expert here with hockey, because I've been missing hockey so much. I've been missing my Bruins. I got two plays tonight, Pritch. One's a big number. I'm going Tampa Bay. They're playing Montreal tonight. They open around minus 250. They've been bet up to around uh, minus 270 here. Again, Betris, not bet to win, but they get, they're getting Braden Point back, one of their top players. Montreal's missing 12 guys because of COVID. I like Tampa Bay at home here, matching uh, quite a few home favorite systems. And then also, Pritch, make you happy here with our Vegas audience. I'm going to sweat VGK tonight. I like the Knights here. I'm waiting on uh, Stone and Pacioretty, whether or not they'll play. But they open around minus 120. They've ticked up to around minus 130. Uh, this is a spot with uh, a fade Kings COVID type situation. I'll go VGK and Tampa Bay tonight. All right. I'm like uh, deep in the back row better when it comes to uh, hockey. Uh, but I do like to follow your uh, recommendations your, or your insights for sure. Uh, I look forward to those, uh, Josh Applebaum. I'm glad you received your gift too. There it is. Boom. I go like buffs. it. I'm glad to go buffs indeed. Uh, if you want uh, more insight and certainly more information, stay tuned for The Edge. Coming up next right here on vSEN, the Sports Betting Network.